Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. I'm your host, Tony Fry. Thank you for joining me as always. Today is episode number 98. We are inching ever closer to our 100th episode. A task that, or a feat that takes some podcasts years to do, we've done in a matter of months. Thank you for everybody who's listened since the beginning. Welcome to anybody who's joined recently. I hope you go back and listen to all of our previous episodes and, and get caught up on the music. I mean, the best music ever written kinks and Beatles music. Um, and I wish that I could go back and record some of those earlier episodes. Cause now that we've kind of found a groove and a format that seems to be working and everybody enjoys, I'd like to go back and maybe those first 20 episodes or so really re-record them, but I'm not gonna. Because that would just mean you'd have to go listen to him again. And how how many times can I expect you to listen to my hot takes on Cry Baby Cry? All right, today we're talking about Say Say Say, which was a Paul McCartney-Michael Jackson collaboration released October 3rd, 1983, backed with Ode to a Koala Bear, and then released a couple weeks later on October 17th, 1983 on McCartney's album Pipes of Peace. The song was actually produced during the tug of war sessions. Most of, if not all of pipes of peace was. And, um, they, they released, uh, they did a collaboration called the girl is mine, which was released on thriller. And they recorded that second, but it was actually released before say, say, say was. So the re- the order in which you heard them in the early 80s was not the order that they were recorded. This was actually first um, in 1981 for the Tug of War album. It was a huge hit. Hit number one in the U.S., number two in the U.K., top 10 all around the world, top five all around the world, really. Um, and to this day, or as of 2018, ranks as number 44 on Billboard's all-time chart. That's a big selling record to still be ranking there um, 30 years later, 35 years later. Huge song. Um, I don't have a lot to say about it. I actually kind of like this song. I think it finds Paul and Michael in a good voice, you know, singing wise. Their voices are in top shape. Um, the production is a little bit peak 1980s, but. It's it's pretty tastefully done. It's produced by George Martin. He knows what he's doing. Um, even if he wasn't the hippest guy in the room when it came to recording a 1983 Motown-style um, single, dude knew what he was doing in the, in the recording booth. And so it's a, it's a, a nice recording, audio-wise. And there's a lot going on. And it's a rare instance where Paul is not playing bass on one of his own tracks. That honor goes to Nathan Watts, who is a crazy prolific bass player. He has played on hundreds of recordings um, over the years. He's played on most of Stevie Wonder recordings since um, Songs in the Key of Life and has been his music director uh, for the touring band and stuff. So this guy is an incredible 
bass player in his own right and he got to play on a on one of the biggest singles of all time with Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson who are arguably two of the most famous musicians of the 20th century and actually you can't really argue that um that's it i mean i don't want to make this a 5 minute podcast but i mean it's it is what it is it's it's a song we've all heard it we've all seen the video the video met with some criticism um because of some uh, uh, perceived racial slights and stuff. Um, I haven't watched the video in a long time. I remember them being dressed up like clowns, but I guess it's it's seen as uh, a nod to blackface and the minstrel shows and all that, which would be inappropriate. And considering Michael Jackson is African-American, I could see how that would upset people that he would be doing it. And then I can see how it would upset people that this British white guy would be doing it. So if that is, I, like I said, I haven't watched the video in ages, but um, actually now that I'm thinking about it, I do remember uh, a scene with them playing the banjos and kind of hamming it up. So maybe, maybe it was more of a nod to the minstrel shows than I, than I thought at first, but you know, it was a popular video. It got a lot of airplay on MTV. It cost half a million dollars to produce. And um, taking the controversy away from it for a moment, it was a huge, huge uh, uh, video in 1983 and probably the biggest video that Paul McCartney ever did. Uh, So there's that. But in the light of modern um, thinking and, and, and all the rest, maybe it is a little inappropriate but we weren't thinking like that in 1983, which is obviously not the best. We're, I'm getting political here. That's ridiculous. It's a stupid pop song. And that's what we're here to talk about. Stupid pop songs. Um, if I'm going to rank Paul's early 80s collaborations, which would be Stevie Wonder and, and Michael Jackson now, I have to put this song light years above Ebony and Ivory which is a tune that I can just barely stomach on the best days. Um, you know, this is a better constructed pop tune. It's not all uh, pandery like Ebony and Ivory is. And uh, yeah, it's just the better of the two. This is shaping up to be the worst podcast episode I've recorded. And I apologize. I just have nothing to say about this. You know, I told you I picked the songs at random. This is exactly why. Because if I didn't pick it at random, uh, this song would be five years into the podcast when I'm just scraping together leftovers and the last 50 episodes would just be me stammering, going, uh, I don't know what to say about this. I have almost no opinion of Say, Say, Say at all. I don't particularly care for the Pipes of Peace album. So I never listen to that album and I almost never listen to this song. Um there is an extended edit that you can find um, that is seven minutes long. As one would expect, that's a bit much. Um, you've been listening to this podcast for about seven minutes, uh, the few of you that are remaining. And I can't imagine that you would want me to double this. So with that, I'm saying that's say, say, say. Um, go check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about. But it's just, it is what it is. It's radio pop fluff that just happened to be catchy and have two of the biggest stars of all time on it. All right. Join me tomorrow. 
uh, when we're talking about a song that I actually do have an opinion on. All right. Remember, swing by iTunes and this episode notwithstanding, give me a five-star rating and review. We're trying to get to the top 10 in our category on iTunes by episode 100, and you can help us do that with that rating. And then um, if you share a link to our podcast or some kind words on your social media, make sure to tag at Hero Habit on those posts so that you can be entered to win a cool Kinks and Beatles prize package. All right. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Say, say, say. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.